Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. It's the Awaken Life Project podcast, and I have a pleasure to have a guest with me today, and it's Katie Wynn, and we're going to talk about life, business, and anything in between. So really, it's my pleasure to welcome Katie to the podcast, and let's hear her story, her awakened story, and how we can be all inspired um to do something with our life for sure as well so hello Katie how are you hello Monica I'm doing fabulous thank you for having me I'm excited to share with your audience <laughs> brilliant um so tell tell us about yourself and uh, what you um I guess everything you you want to share with the audience you think uh it could be useful so you know my podcast is in a kind of uh, life transformation maybe there are some people who are looking for inspiration there are a lot of people asking well can I be feel more inspired you know to to live the awakened life and it's amazing because I went to the coaching call I think two days ago and I think we had like person after person and everyone was saying I'm awakened right I want to change something in my life so I think it's a good good um subject or topic to really cover and talk about. So tell us about yourself. Wow, that beautiful. I'm excited. Okay, so about myself, I, you know, I started off, um, I came to this country as an immigrant from Vietnam. And if any of your audiences out there can understand the immigrant culture, just from a culture where work and success and making money was really important. And those were the values that were instilled in me because of course, those were, you know, that's why my parents came to this country was to, to give me a better ch a chance at life. So I was raised in an environment where success equaled making money. Success meant I had to have a title. Success meant education. Success meant all the things that we go into life checking off because we feel that that's how we're going to be happy. And it was such a it was such a confusing thing because my father was a doctor and it was always something that was encouraged in me. And so, of course, I went that route and I went that route partly because of the familial pressure, but also I enjoyed medicine. I enjoyed science. I I really enjoyed it because it was a skill that I knew that I could do well. But I didn't wasn't really conscious. A lot of my life, when you talk about awakening, I wasn't conscious. I was merely reenacting the conditioning and the patterns that I was taught. So it was do as I was told, overachieve, be the good girl, the good student. I never made waves. I never spoke my truth. I didn't even know what my truth was. And as a child, I was very sensitive. I remember that I was a very sensitive child, but I realized that emotions were scary. So because anytime that I would react to my emotions, it would, I felt as children, we are egocentric. I felt that that was, that created chaos in the home that created, you know, a lack of safety. So we learn as children who we need to become in order to be safe, in order to be loved, in order to be accepted. So I did a lot of self-rejection for a lot of my life coming over here, looking differently, talking differently, acting differently. So I wasn't awake at all. I was merely just doing what I thought I had to do in order to survive. So when I had my awakening, it was because I finally realized that everything that I was doing 
all the the image making and I had the home and the and the and the success the six figure job I'm a pediatrician so I was a successful physician I had everything that you know social media would you know would celebrate it looked great on the outside but on the inside I was still the little girl that felt insecure, the little girl that rejected herself, the little girl that never felt safe to be who she was. And so when we you know, go through our lives, we reach that point where we realize there's this big incongruency between who we are deep inside, how we feel about ourselves and who we're pretending to be. And I believe that the universe, spirit, source, whatever you believe in, really wakes us up for us to really see and to start the journey of really becoming or unbecoming, actually, unlearning all the things that we've learned that we think that we are. So the thing that I'm so excited to share, and I have chills and energy running in my body, is that, you know, the awakening is amazing, but what do you do with the awakening? How do you, how do you, navigate the becoming what do you do and so a lot of it was like i did all the things right i learned how to heal myself i learned how to talk to myself in a way that was more loving and compassionate i learned to break out of my masks and my conditioning of being the good girl and the overachiever and now i'm in this phase of like integration and embodiment which is not just doing all the things but being all the things it's the energy. So in this phase of my life right now, I'm so passionate about teaching women energy of like, who are you? What do people feel from you, right? We awaken, we do the healing, we unravel the patterns and the, and the, the neurochemistry that's associated with the patterns, learning how to be emotionally grounded and intelligent, and then truly becoming, being that more of who we are, our truth. And one of my you know, core values is truth and the truth of our soul purpose, the, tr the truth of our soul perfection. You know, I see the perfection in everybody in a world that is crazy in a world where we are so separated and divided and there's so much anger and pent up shame. I see the perfection of everyone's soul and I'm here to help women, men, everybody see that perfection because when we heal ourselves, we unravel all the patterns and then we see how absolutely perfect we are, why we're here. That's how we find our purpose, just by living, just by healing ourselves, we find our purpose. And so I'm getting emotional, but that is really like, when you talk about life transformation, like I really feel that I'm at this place that truly feels like home and of course i'm still human and we still have the imperfections that we struggle with day in and day out but i i've i've tapped into who i truly am and and now i'm just at this place where i am so ready to just fully be that in the world and to own that to own to own who you really are is a powerful thing and when you own it you create a ripple effect and people have the permission to then own who they are as well. So in a nutshell, that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a beautiful story. I can definitely resonate with a lot of that, like uh, being brought up in a certain way, right? So being, so just feeling maybe somebody else's shoes uh, rather than your own, like just really not connected. But quite often we don't know that, right? So we have to go through a certain processes in our life and and then as you say you maybe have that awakening and then what we do with it and i i've learned a lot on my kind of journey that energy is everything really yeah and even with you know 
it's not about being happy every day 24 7 it's being being able to process your emotions um whatever you're coming through but also just feel in alignment right so i talked to a lot of uh doctors actually and and they it's a kind of a it's very difficult for them because they um spend so much time in education and as you say you're just feeling some kind of expectations right uh sometimes right but also because of education the time the money they've invested already but they 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 hear that calling to to do something different but they don't know how to how to let that through you know because obviously there's a lot of expectation or you should do this you perform that you're a doctor you should be a doctor because whatever right it's the, the status the status the prestige the, the time you put in the education whatever so is there any kind of advice you would have for people who are actually at that kind of crossroads a little bit yes i you know i love that word alignment because it's it's really about following the thread of alignment it's following like what feels good what feels good again like being a physician in any sort of career where you are, you know, you had to be very much in your head. That was how you became successful is that we used our head. And so it's, it's allowing yourself to, to, to experience experiences that get you into your heart space, into your body, because if we're looking for safety and security in our head, we're, we're, it's going to be a long journey. And I will say that when I started, when I awoke, life just started taking things away from me to push me into that space where I didn't have a choice. I had lost my job. I had lost my security. And so, you know, I could have easily quickly tried to go find another job, but there was something inside of me. It's like that whisper, that calling, you just lean into it. Again, it's not about like, I just need to take that huge leap of faith and, and ignore the fear that's in my body, the fear that I'm feeling. But it's like, can you just lean in step by step? And to be honest, I just took the step. I took the step that was in front of me that felt good. And then that step led to more, you know, opportunities, more, you know, things that felt good. I truly believe you take the step and the universe matches you. It meets, it meets you where you're at. So you just have a, just some courage and then the universe will meet you with an opportunity with some more faith. You know, we build upon ourselves. And I think what, what we get stuck with is like, we need to know where we're going. We need to know exactly what it's going to look like. And you got to be really willing to realize number one, that you're safe. Like you're here, you're breathing, you're in your body. Like you got to just tell yourself that you're safe because everything else is quality of life. The rest of the journey is quality of life. Do you want to have that quality of life? And what are you willing to put yourself on the line for? I just continue to invest in myself. Luckily, I had the money as a physician. Even though I wasn't working full time, I was able to keep investing in myself. So truly, it's about investing in the people, the mentors, the coaches to really help you gain more like we hold space for you to have more courage, more belief in yourself, more trust in, in your journey. And it just builds and it just takes that one step and then, then the next and then the next. It's not gonna be a perfect journey, um, but learning the tools to navigate the fear, learning the tools to navigate the, you know, the, the human condition and to keep connecting with, you know, connecting with your heart and your soul. Um, 
but I was lucky early on. I was, ex I was in experiences. I truly recommend for your audience to, to invest in having experiences, not just programs or information, because information is just information. It's not transformation, you know, and it's not integration either. Integration is a repetitive, experiential, you know, experiential process. So really investing my in coaches, mentors, really got me to where I'm at. Um, podcasts are amazing. They help open you up. But then what are you going to do with the information? What are you going to do with it is the most important. Yeah, totally. And I, um, because when, when, when the clients or generally people in my audience, they come and I feel stuck, right? I said, like, well, what have you done? Like, have you taken the first one step at least to give it? And I think, as you say, we want to feel safe. Yeah. And then we don't know if we take that step, what it's going to be. And um, I quit my job, corporate secure, beautiful job, like two, well, yeah, one year and a half, right? And it was a massive step because it was secure, safe, and I didn't have to work on, on you know, I, I've just done everything that I could there. And I just was just my reputation and all of that. So I was just really enjoying that time. But then I said, like, do I really want to do it for the next, I don't know, 20 or whatever, 30 years? And um, and I just, the answer wasn't, wasn't yes. Like I, I was also looking for role models, right? And, and it's amazing, incredible, like, you know, the, the coaching and the whole thing, like it opens your eyes when you meet right people on your path. And I believe that we are aligned and we meet people who we need to meet. And we will, um, but they really provide that example. And then I said, oh my goodness, the quality of the people I've met for the last one year and a half, it's just amazing, right? So I've never had that in corporate. I had to a certain degree, but then I said I was looking for a female role models, right? Powerful, stepping into the, you know, powerful um, and, and, and wealthy women as well, but in a, in a sense that they were doing good in the world. And I sort of couldn't, couldn't really find it. And then in coaching, I could, and it's just amazing. So if somebody is looking for, like, he's not sure about coaching, how would you encourage them to maybe take that first step? Well, I think you bring up a beautiful point is that, you know, you got to have some sort of a vision. You got to have something, and it doesn't have to be this grandiose vision, but something that's going to get you, that's going to pull you. You know, maybe you just want to have more freedom in your life or better relationships or, you know, or a better relationship with yourself, but you got to have some sort of a vision and how is that going to feel? Because, you know, otherwise, if we don't know where we want to go, how are we going to really know how, where to start? So, you know, I liken it and, and, and I, I call myself a mentor because I see that like, we're all journeying up this mountain. When you finally awaken, you step foot on that mountain and it looks so daunting. It looks so scary. You don't know. And a lot of people think when you see the mountain, sometimes we get stuck at just seeing the mountain and like, how can I move? So that's why sometimes information, too much information and consumption can be like detrimental if we're not taking the action steps. So as a mentor, it's like we're on the mountain, we're steps ahead. It's not better or worse. It's just that we've learned how to navigate the mountain. We found some sense of power. Again, you know, not using the mountain as the circumstance, like the mountain is big and it's scary and whatever, but we found some sense of inner power within ourselves to 
keep going up the mountain. So you look and you have a vision and you look around. And I believe that when you have a vision, like you said, we attract the people into our lives. Our, our subconscious is more attuned to hearing people speak so that we're like, oh, there's something about that person that I really like. Let me find out. So it's, it's again, it's just trust that you're going to find what you need but you just got to put the question out there. So what is it that you need help with? Do you need help just getting on the mountain or do you need help like sprinting up the mountain or do you need help like calming your mind when your mind is telling you it's way too far and I can't keep going up the mountain? So there's, there's mentors and coaches for every stage of where you're on in the mountain. And this is something that I've learned from my, one of my mentors, Melanie Ann Lair. She taught me this analogy because it's so powerful that we all have something to contribute. I believe that we're all walking each other home. And so you need someone who's been there, who's walked through the fire, who's walked up the mountain to hold space for you, to give you, to lend you that belief, because it's not easy to have that belief initially. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're all starting off. We're learning how to walk. We're kind of babies at this. And it's like, number one, you got to be very like patient with yourself that you are learning something new. You're learning to walk. And one of my areas of passion and expertise is really helping you cultivate a loving relationship with yourself that doesn't help that doesn't that keeps you on that mountain because it's so easy to talk you know we can't get to 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 extraordinary from judging shaming blaming comparing ourselves and so how do we rewire that way of being with ourselves because a lot of overachievers like doctors that's how we got to where we are but now how do we change that to now really get up the mountain that matters right and it's, it's really mastering the moment. And so the coach, the mentor helps you to be in the moment, helps to see all the blind spots that you may not, because this is your first time up the mountain or you don't know the mountain or what's ahead. And that person has already been ahead. So they kind of know what to look for is to help you take those steps. So if you're on the fence with, oh my gosh, how do I invest in the coach and the mentor? It's that like, what's your vision? How fast do you want to go? Where do you want to go? And what's been working for you and what's not, and then find those people that have already overcome those pressures, those problems, because those are the people that are going to really help you collapse time. And because time is something that we don't have all, you know, we think we have the time, but we don't. I'm 49. And so I started my transformation very late. I started it in my early 40s. So, but I feel like I've learned how to collapse time. And so it's really like, how much do you want it? It's not where you start. It's not where you, where you are. It's where you're going. And if you want to go there, you know, then you got to like start to invest in like having the people to help you get there, but you will get there, but you just need to have the help and the support. Yeah, it's amazing because those people really hold the space for you, right? So they've been there. And I think I always recommend, you know, yes, have that vision for yourself and then maybe follow some people and, and understand what they saying, right? Are they, are they feeling as a good fit? And then obviously book a kind of clarity or something like that, that resonates with you because, you know, it can be um, sometimes a difficult choice uh, or a, a bit of a confusion, but just don't, hopefully that doesn't stop you to actually choosing, you know, and, and moving forward with that. So, um, I think it's a wonderful, I mean, coaching really transformed my life and how, you know, the thoughts and the feeling and the emotions around everything, really, uh, as part of the human experience. And, um, and all I 
you know, participated so far was is truly amazing. So, and I really hold that vision for myself and and for everybody who um, is in my kind of community as well. So definitely that. So brilliant. And um, and just to finish off, my I guess one of the things I sometimes the clients and the audience ask like, how can I keep my energy? higher right so uh, what are your kind of daily rituals you have right that really allow you to be in that space because obviously there are different days different things happen I, I found coaching very uh, and mon even mentoring as well you take on yourself quite a bit from your clients as well so how can you you know hold the space for yourself in that kind of this so what, what would you say uh, for yourself what works for yourself well, I, you know, I personally, you know, it's about tapping into what makes you happy, what, what, what lights you up. And for me, the journey in and of itself is something that lights me up. I'm always a student of life. And I think the most powerful coaches and mentors are always learning, always, always evolving, always growing and always investing because there's a difference in when you invest and put your, put money on the line that helps you to continue to evolve. So for me, it's about just continuing to be in the joy of like my own becoming. So that's why I'm just so excited about helping women really love the journey because we're so focused on the destination. But I truly love the journey. I love who I'm becoming day in and day out. I, I, it's like the inner child. Like I'm always curious about myself. I'm curious about the world. I see the world through the, a child's eyes. And so I keep my energy up by just continuing to find beauty in the everyday and everything in the mundane and the sun and the wind and the in nature in my own becoming and beingness. That's what lights me up. But for your audience, it's like what, you know, we, we so often feel like we need permission to have fun. We need permission to be joyful, but like, 10, 20 minutes of just letting yourself be joyful, letting yourself dance or, or, you know, scream or do something of like, what would your inner child want you to do? You know, and it's like, we're, we're adults, but like, don't forget that little child. And if you bring that inner child with you on the journey, you're going to have fun and joy, but it's like helping my clients access that and have permission because we've stuffed that inner child down so long but that's how I stay connected to my energy I just continue to really allow myself to do what feels good in my body to really be attuned to what feels good in my body and to have the perspective of like just I have gratitude for everything in my life and so like that success is being able to have gratitude like deep the feeling of gratitude, not I'm thinking I'm grateful, but what I feel, and then having desire for more, like giving myself permission to desire more in my life and knowing that that's coming to me because I, I know that I'm manifesting it just because my energy is aligned and, and, you know, my energy is tapped into source and universe. And so I already know it's coming. So I get excited by that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. We have to get excited in our business and in our life. And I think curiosity, brilliant. I love it. Like you be curious, don't, don't, you know, create the fears and all of that. Just be curious. What happened if I do that? Right. And um, yeah, in a child, I love dancing. If I just feel like uh, my energy is going down a little bit, I just put on a nice music. <laughs> 
and I just dance away because it's just it's all about the embodiment as well yeah so it's just one to embody that so no brilliant and I think it's just we all tapping to that energy beautiful energy and to help ourselves and our and obviously people around and people who really want our help so when people want to contact you and talk to you so where they can find you Thank you. Uh, I'm mostly on Instagram at um, I underscore M underscore Dr. Katie, D-R-K-A-T-I-E. You can message me, inbox me. I'm always welcome to that. I'm also on Facebook um, and I'm actually having a masterclass coming up. I don't know when this is airing, but you can find me on Facebook at um, Katie, K-A-T-I-E-N-G-U-Y-E-N. Um, so I'm, I'm always on social media. That's the best place to find me. Brilliant. I will put the, all of that in the show notes. So that will be fantastic. And, and uh, hopefully people can follow you and your journey and, and be in that beautiful energy, right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm, life is amazing if you allow it to be, you know. And exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much for the time. And I hope to speak at some point again, right? Farther down the line. <laughs> Absolutely. It was my pleasure. And I'm so happy to connect with you, Monica. Thank you.